Well, it's so good to be with you today. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes out of your day to have a daily devotional in the Word of God. And um, definitely a portion of Scripture I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, but one that we need to hear again. So let's go ahead and open up to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. I'm going to pray for us, and we'll jump into the Word for today. Father, thank you, God, for this precious Word that reminds us how precious your Word is. I pray that you would help us to be not just students of the book, but God, that we would remember that it's you who is speaking in a real and profound, personal and powerful way to us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul says this, he says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God or that the woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Like that is just so good. Hey, if you've never memorized that verse, I really want to encourage you to do that. Maybe scripture memorization isn't something that you're into. You need to get into it so that the word of God can get into you. But this is just a, an absolutely beautiful uh, portion of scripture. You know, Paul is warning Timothy. There's a whole series of warnings as he wraps up this epistle, some final words that he's giving to Timothy. And in fact, they were his final words, you know, in his earthly life. And a lot of it's oriented around how um, even the people of God in the last days are going to be departing from the word of God and from solid doctrine. And so like in the context of that, he drops this beautiful verse that has just been such a, a proof text for us in explaining to people that the book that we, that we love and that we pursue God through isn't just a normal book. It's not a history book. It's you know, not like a, a math book or an English book. It's, it's actually God's word. It's God inspired. It's God breathed, right? God breathed his word through human instruments, utilizing their, their life, their experience, their personalities. But what came through them was the very word of God. When you open up the Bible and you read, you're not reading man's word, you're reading God's word. God's word is living, Hebrews chapter 4 says, and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. And so, you know, Paul is just reminding Timothy um, to, to value the word of God, to value, and of course, at this point in time, the New Testament had not been fully canonized. Um, there were various books that were written by apostles that were recognized to be inspired by God that were circulating among the early church at the time, um, and that there would be an informal canon of New Testament books that would be assembled together um, somewhere around you know, the end of the first century AD, um, but then not formalized until uh, the beginning of the fourth century. Nevertheless, the apostle Paul is saying, value God's word value it and, and understand that it's profitable, it is good, number one for doctrine, right? So truth to build your life on. Maybe today, even as a Christian, you're like, man, I need, I need something solid and, and substantial to really build my life on. What is that? Well, it's the Word of God. You know, Jesus likened the person who built his or her life on his sayings to a person who built their house on bedrock. And, you know, when you build your life on the Word of God, it is like building on bedrock. It's not shifting sand. 
it's also profitable for reproof. And so the Word of God gives us something to evaluate our lives by. We're, we're laying a foundation, we're building on the solid foundation of God's Word, and when we're in God's Word, it provides us an opportunity to, or a tool, to evaluate our lives, right? Because we want our lives to be in alignment with those things that please God. And so when we're in the scripture, James likens the word of God to a mirror. We see our reflection. We see ourselves for who we are. The word of God uh, is able to discern, it says, between the thoughts and intents of a man or a woman's heart. It shows us the reality of what's going on in the inside. And there's nothing else that can do that. You know, you have the word of God. You have also the spirit of God. And as you as, as you're in the scripture and the spirit is in you, there is a, a reproofing that happens. There is an evaluation. Um, there is an identification of those areas in your life and my life where we might be off a degree or two or believing in the wrong thing. Or we're, you know, some of us, we've got that narrative in our head, those words that we speak over and over and over again. And sometimes you know what, they're the wrong words. Sometimes they're, they're lies from the devil. You know, he's planted lies within our own heart and we don't recognize them to be lies until we're shown by the word of God that those things are indeed false. He goes on to say, um, not just doctrine and reproof, but for correction. And so the word of God has the, has the power. There's power in the scripture to bring transformation and change into our lives. Like this is... I'll just tell you, as a Bible teacher, this is, brings so much peace to me because, you know, when I'm teaching the Bible, I know that it's not my ability or my power that transforms someone's life. It's not, you know, my charismatic uh, ability or uh, intellectualism or anything like that, obviously. Like, it's the power of God's Word that is able to change a person's heart. And so we build our life on the foundation of God's word. The, the scripture evaluates us and helps us to see where we're not in alignment. It's the power of God's word that changes us. You know, I was talking about that narrative sometimes that goes on in our mind, things that we're accustomed to saying that might be lies from the devil or just, you know, find their root in our flesh. Um, you know, instead of allowing those things to circulate in your mind, what you need to do and what I need to do is choose portions of scripture, you know, to, to, to meditate on and then to say over and over and over again until the narrative in our mind becomes the word of God. And then the final thing here is for instruction in righteousness. And so, so not only is all of this internal, right, but it also is external. We have the opportunity to encourage others in the word of God. Like the best thing that you can do um, in the life of a, uh, a brother or sister in Christ or a family member, you know, your husband, your wife, your, your, your kids, uh, in, in your friendships, and especially when you're witnessing, is to share God's word because God's word is what will change a person's life. You know, when we just think about the power of the gospel, right? Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. And so, listen, let's not just lean into God's word. Let's memorize it and know it. Let's, let's breathe it. Let's connect to God 
through it because that ultimately is the purpose of his word. And then let's share it and unleash his, the power of his word on the people around us. Pray that God blesses you with that today and uh, that God not only encourages your heart, but you have the opportunity to encourage someone else's heart with the word of God.